Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, did you see the story? Uh, judging by the response I've seen on Twitter and an email, many of you have, NASI, the National Advisory Committee on Immunization, excuse me, is recommending all Canadians who haven't had a COVID booster get one for the fall, if it's been at least six months, since your last vaccine or since last getting infected with COVID. NASI focused particularly on, you know, I did it again. I did, I swore I'd never do it again. I ate a couple of peanuts before I went on the air and, you know, the predictable is going on. So bear with me. It gets stuck in your throat, and then it's a fight. So NASI focused uh, particularly on those over 65, residents of long-term care homes. I know I'm not very smart, eh? Did it before. Ruined my voice for an hour. And I said, I'll never do it again. And I'm not taking an IQ test today. Uh, those over 65, residents of long-term, long-term care homes. Now there's something wrong with my eyes. If you're pregnant and or at high risk due to an underlying medical condition, glad I'm about to talk to a doctor. Also strongly recommending the booster shot for First Nations, Métis, and Inuit communities, members of racialized communities, and essential workers. Dr. Isaac Bogosh is back with us, infectious diseases specialist at Toronto General Hospital and associate professor of medicine at the University of Toronto. Not very smart, eh, Dr. Bogosh? I think we, we deal with forgiveness. Peanuts are delicious. No big deal. Hope it goes down at some point. I hope you don't choke live on there. I know. I did it when I did it last time. I could barely talk for an hour. But then then my voice cleared and it got like super deep. And that was that was pretty cool, actually. You get the Johnny Cash voice. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Enjoying the summer. Working a little bit. Taking a bit of time off. But uh, so far, so good. Yourself? Well, I'm I'm doing fine, all things considered. Uh, everything seems to be working. All the medications I'm getting, Wonderful. and uh, I'm feeling great. You know, if, honestly, if I uh, if I didn't know I had a problem, I I wouldn't know I have a problem. Wonderful so, to hear that. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, talk to us, please, because I've been looking at some of the responses on Twitter, and and people are not exactly enthusiastic well, about okay. landing up for booster what, shots. I think first of all, we have to calibrate what Twitter is. Right? We know. Twitter tends to bring out certain certain opinions, and certain opinions are amplified. But let's just let's just stick with facts. We all, it's no secret. We know who gets really sick from COVID. COVID is still around. Of course, there's less of it now in the summer than there was in the winter time, but it's still here. And we're we predictably we know we're going to see more in the fall and the winter. We know that. That's I don't think that should come to a surprise to anybody. And also, we know who is at greatest risk for more severe manifestations of the virus. And you listed them right there. People who are on the older end of the spectrum, people with underlying medical conditions, putting them at risk, people who live in long-term care facilities and nursing homes. So to no one's surprise, yeah, we know the vaccines do a very, very good job in preventing more severe manifestations of the virus, like hospitalization, 
ICU stay and death. And those are the people uh, and a few others that you mentioned are strongly recommended to get the vaccine when it rolls out sometime in the fall. Makes makes pretty good sense to me. So when you and I talked, wasn't the last time, but maybe the time before, you were of the opinion, as I have been, that the messaging wasn't the best. And people got tired of it. People got tired of the message. And I think I'm seeing that now. I'm seeing some of the pushback, not just on uh, on Twitter, but elsewhere. Actually, I spoke with uh, a couple of your colleagues in the industry, in the profession of medicine, and I asked them, well, do you have a booster shot? They said, nope, not going to do it. And so, so we're actually now, are we now at a, a situation where it's definitely an individual choice and this is an advisory? Or is it more than that? No, I mean, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find mandates in many places. I'm sure they exist some places, but not, not too many places. Certainly, mm-hmm. I think within the healthcare sector, you'll still see some. But outside of that, you're not seeing mandates in too many places. So obviously, this is a, this is a personal choice. Uh, and much like the flu shot is a, is a personal choice. Right. Um, and again, like at the end of the day, there's really good data available about, you know, who, you don't even need good data. You can talk to people who work in hospitals. Who do you see in hospital? Who's sick with COVID? You know, it's, You're still seeing that a lot? No, not very much right now. It's summertime, but, you know, we'll, still, we'll, we'll see more. We will see more, and it's kind of predictable. We see people who are on the older end of the spectrum and people with underlying medical conditions that put them at greater risk. That's almost exclusively who we're seeing in the hospital. And, uh, you know, we know the vaccine, right? At the beginning of the pandemic, when the virus hadn't mutated as much as to the extent that it is now, the beginning, it, it did a really good job at stopping infection and onward transmission. But of course, we know the virus has mutated. It doesn't do as good a job as that as it once did. But it still does a lot of good in keeping the most at-risk people uh, out of hospital. So what do you... Preventing people from dying. So let's, like, it's, 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 it's really simple. Now, but your point is, well, take it. The messaging has to be smart, right? And there's no one-size-fits-all messaging. You're talking to yeah. a million people yeah. here. So you've got to target different, you know, age, language, culturally appropriate messaging, and lower barriers to vaccination as well. You don't want to make people work to get it. You've got to bring the vaccine to the people rather than people to vaccinate. So what do you say, what do you say Dr. Bogosh, what do you say to people who just don't trust it? Now, the World Health Organization uh, said in May that COVID-19 was no longer considered a global health emergency, but they do say the virus still poses a threat. What do you say to people who just uh, have serious doubts? That's fine. I don't say anything. I listen. You know, not, what am I going to tell them? Nothing. I'll listen to their questions. I'll listen to their concerns and have factual, factual non-judgment uh, or judgment-free conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that's the best path forward, right? You can't, uh, you just can't have one message to 40 million people, right? This is, there's no, you can't. There's conversations and, and conversations that need to be focused on, on, on different groups. And I think we should be doing more listening than talking. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we're, we're halfway through the summer. And uh, it, will, it won't be long before these uh, boosters will be available. I just thought when I saw it as a story, I thought I'm going to lead off with this and ask you for your views and your thoughts. And then we'll see what our callers have to say. Um, COVID yeah. is around. COVID is still around. And it's still going to take people's lives, isn't it? Well, it, it is. Exactly. And it's going to wax and wane for an indefinite period of time. And, you know, right now, if you take a timestamp of where we are mid-July in Canada, you've got the wastewater signal that's 
really, really low. You've got hospitalizations that are significant, uh, declining significantly. Like all the metrics are pointing in the right direction. We're actually in a better place now than we've been for a long, long time. That's really good news. That's good. Doesn't mean COVID isn't here. Of course it is. It's just there's just not as much around. And and of course we know. You know, fast forward few months and we're going to see more of it, just like we know influenza is going to come around uh, this year, just like other respiratory viruses that are seasonal are going to come around. So we'll see more. We will. Uh, but uh, and, and you know, obviously, you know, for the people that are listening, you can you can make a smart choice. If you're, you know, if you're at risk of more severe manifestations of the virus, you want to avoid a doctor's visit, an eMERGE visit, a hospital visit, you can significantly reduce your risk by getting a booster shot. It's as simple as that. They're widely available. There's no shortage of them. Um, and as you pointed out earlier, Roy, you know, six months after your last infection or six months after your last vaccination, when that fall campaign rolls out, it's a good idea to get one. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.